This week on RSBNB Update, the first Necromancer's gear is dieable, but that's not all we're dying for. We recap our double XP antics and the push for 120s. Should there be more actual 120s in-game? Then we discuss bad luck mitigation and quest requirements flowchart style. This is RSBNB Update, episode 974, recorded Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. Dying for 120s. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for another episode of RSBNB Update. Tannis, you're here as you are each and every week. Welcome aboard. Thank you, Shane. We got a we we don't have we don't have an update to discuss, but we do have but we do have things to discuss this week, don't we? You know, we've got we've got something new, something old, something special. Uh, Isn't that the thing old. you're supposed to do before weddings? Yeah, that's, that's why I was trying to remember what that stuff was, but dude, something it's been too long ago. You got something blue? I'm a true blue Aussie. <laughs> okay, there, <laughs> you there go. we go. Pernasius, of course, <laughs> is, is here as well. And we are going to do a bit of a different format for the uh, podcast this week. Um, we're going to effectively start with what have we been doing, make the show about that, then use that to dive into some of the updates this week. But before we get too far down the track, big, huge thank you goes out to our experienced tier Patreon members, for which if we did not have them, RSBNB update would not be possible. So this week, I'd like to thank Atmos Reed. Andrew C, Drama Free, Jason S, Jesse W, Kesky, Ricky A, Ripith, Runestar, and the Naked Captain. You'll hear more about the rest of our Patreon offerings a little bit later in the podcast, but in the meantime, if you want to follow along, full show notes can be found at update.show. You can also join our community Discord over at update.show slash Discord, and the friends chat is at bits bytes. So we're gonna just start real simple here and get down to basics and talk about of course, what's happening in RuneScape. And, you know, lo and behold, that is, of course, double XP week. And uh, we, we kind of just, you know, randomly uh, drew this up about where we were going to start. So, uh, Tan- Tannis, you're up first. What's what's your double XP uh, been like this week? Well, it has been a reminder that you can always screw up. Um, you've never played so long that you can't be stupid and do stupid things, and that's what happened to me. Um, I had been prepping uh, to do some some fletching. Yeah, we heard about that. Like, yeah, you know, a few weeks for a few prior, weeks. I was, you know, doing um, collecting sharp shards and fungal shafts and getting my, you know, getting my poop in a group, so to say, and. Um, had all of that, uh, you know, had my materials ready to go, and then started fletching. Uh, when double XP started, and I was like, "What's going on here?" And and this is the first double XP since metric started that I just didn't get metric this time. Like I just happened to not have it, so I'm not really paying attention to the XP per hour like I normally would. Yeah. And so I'm just I'm just playing, you know, and I'm doing it because I because Shane forced me at at um knife point to finish the 
four four and three quest i do have my fully upgraded you know <laughs> fletching place and so i uh i was doing it there and i'm like this seems like it's really shitty xp what's going on how can i how can i be doing the highest tier arrow and have it be this shitty xp and i'm like wait a minute oh crap i i didn't do the equivalent of making headless arrows so what were oh, you doing no. So, well, because your XP mostly comes from tipping the arrows. Yeah. Not, yes. Yeah. Well, my dumbass didn't put the propellant on the fungal shafts beforehand. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, so you were getting like 15 like, for... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. For like the first couple hours of double XP, I'm like, oh, no. So you had to, so to, in effect, feather the arrows and then tip them. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Okay. See that that's interesting because I have always just done fletching in a circular process. I've never, you know, made all of the base of the arrows before and then tipped them after the fact for the XP. I have cut, you know, one one collection of it arrow shafts and then i put feathers on them and then i put the arrow tips on them and that's you know typically how i have done fletching and i guess that's because i haven't done fletching at you know such a such a i'm gonna call it an industry-wide level like that 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 something like that is never messed up that's the other thing like the difference i mean we all know like the the 120 grind it's just it, it's different right and i know people think it's fast it's not that hard anymore no it's it's still no. it still is to it's me, annoying for right? skills that don't have real 120s because they're not you know they weren't designed with that in mind right and i know fletching can be a fast one but i am shocked at the sheer amount of materials that i get i gathered and then you didn't get much a little for it yeah, how little it, it is turning out to be. I'm just like, wow. I mean, I would I would make more ammunition than I could ever use for me and like a whole Iron Man crew of badass rangers. Like you still couldn't use the amount of arrows that I'm making. Right, and I and I mean it, I, I, like at least they're sellable, right? I I hope so. Yeah, I imagine they will be. Yeah. Know? Yeah, and then, you know, you go in and you you could even add anima to them for a little bit on top. Maybe that might be a way to, you know, kind of recoup some of the money cuz I know last time I looked the the uh anima for the arrows is actually really low. Um and you know what's actually interesting? I did just pulled this up right now. Um making full arrows from dine arrows is mm-hmm. according to the most recent price data on the wiki a profit of 2.3 gp per xp oh well so it's so it's profitable to buy the full anima and add it to dine arrows so don't give up just yet all right all right you know you're actually maybe inspiring me because what i'm doing (laughs) and i i'll talk more about this in a bit but i'm going in the same order so i've I've actually been uh doing some of that doing some of that too um so has it just been has it just been fletching for you or um it's been fletching i'm still doing 
I'm still so I have my daily set up for uh, wood cutting. So I'll yeah. still do a couple rounds of elder, you know, a couple elder rounds right. and stuff. Right. Um. So I'm always running. I mean, yes, it is pretty much the fletching, but I, I'm still running those um, wood cutting circuits and then, um, you know, checking and topping off my machines. Because one of these double XPs is going to be a construction. Oh. But, well, but, it, you know, I used to think like, I'm like, oh. It, it was like I think it was last double XP. I'm like, I got 3K elder um, frames. <laughs> that's I'm, not I'm gonna, gonna be get much them. at all, dude. I know, and that's what I figured out. I was like, oh shit, this isn't gonna be that much at all. You need to employ so, the army in like the months leading up to double XP if you're gonna do that. The problem is, is there's no sand casino anymore, so. There's there's no help for there there's no there's no benevolent generous benefactors. Yeah, out I, I just there I just and, want to clarify for listeners and anybody listening that Tannis was not the one doing the gambling. He was the benefit of people who <laughs> who did go do the gambling and you know. Yeah, he was the guy yeah. standing outside with his hat and they'd come out. Oh, yeah, I had a big win. There's there's a hundred mil for you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much, RuneScape is I'm not. not a I'm not complaining, game. man. That you know how many that it it paid for Premiere at least a couple years in a row, and I was a friend of someone that was paying for their own Premiere with the <laughs> the San Casino. I mean, I, I can't it. believe the price of bonds of at the moment. Yeah, I, I'm aware of the price of bonds too. Uh, you know, we'll talk about that after we uh, we. Had just completed the Patreon survey, but update on that, or not Patreon survey, the general survey. After that, and you know this this all points out a very good thing because you're definitely not getting ninety nine, you know ninety nine wood cutting, ninety nine fletching. Tannis, you're getting you're going for the one twenty. Yeah, it's a whole different, and you know I miss, I do kind of miss that ninety nine benchmark. That that's yeah. one of the things that I. I enjoy about those time limited events. Yeah, those, you you got you like, know, the, like the progress built into it. Yeah, I mean you know the fresh start leagues, the, even even the um, what did, I can't remember damnation. No damnation, damned you 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 had all of your stats. That's right. But regardless, um, those are you know, really fun. And it's not so like insurmountable. This still feels like I would have to go really hard. Yeah. If I, if I like, wanted to get, you know, the numbers. So, that I, so 13 mil is of course 99. You add another 13 mil on top of that, that brings you to about, you know, um, 106, 107 ish, 106. And then you add another 13 mil on top of that 39, million xp you'd be level 110 add another 13 million on top of that to uh, 51 <laughs> and then you're all the way you're you're not you're up to 112 at that point and what i'm doing is i'm illustrating how slow the 120s are if you're doing it in a skill that is not designed to go to 120 as in it's not slayer farming herb lore archaeology divination or invention 
Well, and even anything other than invention. Still Did has I say divination? Curve. Divination doesn't go to 120. Where am I? No. <laughs> yeah. You meant invention. But, I think you just yeah. threw that in as well. <laughs> but but the the thing is, it's like I'm I'm still enjoying playing, doing my double XP, even though it's a paltry small amount in comparison to what I used to do. Yeah. I'm still enjoying myself. Like I'm yeah. sure we're gonna hear here in a minute. Like Pernasius is probably, who knows, probably quadrupled my <laughs> XP amount. But, um, but I think that's kind well, of what what I was talking about in the beginning, right? Like, right. Double XP now is just kind of enjoyable, chill, and you you can make it as intense or as chill as you want. And and that's the kind of thing I wanted to hone in on a bit with this. Is that I, I was looking at um, at 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 some things going back, and you know I remember our discussion about when the 120 Max capes came out, right? And I think at that point we, you know, it became clear that that's what the push was for everybody um, who had 99s already was, yeah, you know, go for go for 120s, of course, if you're already maxed. And I feel like people were already doing that, and I feel like. The cape just added on the little cherry on top to encourage people to do that. So I, I guess the question that comes from that then is, like, how how enjoyable is it to be going for a 120 that's not a real 120, given the way the XP rates are and the way that, you know, dare I say it, fletching is, which is, you know, kind of a useless skill unless you're an Iron Man. You know, I mean, it's not, I don't think it, that it, if it's not enjoyable, I don't think it's because it's, it's legit versus cosmetic. Like, because to me, it's all about the numbers at the end of the day. And that doesn't really change. Um, you know, I mean, the only, the only skill that I'd ever changed with was invention, and I didn't care for that at all. So at the end of the day, it's just, it's, is the number in the in the way that you're able to train it, right? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Okay. But what's crazy though is it, you know, I can remember back in, before we had the ten days, and when we when we used to have the weekend. straight double XP weekend. I remember clan XP competitions where people would get. Um, they would get insane amount. They would get like t- over two hundred million XP. I got over a hundred million one double XP weekend. Like just inc- you know, just crazy. Yeah. Um. And now I'm pulling. You know, like this whole time, if I pull twenty, I'm gonna be like, oh shit. You know. I'll be so happy. what is what is the difference then? I think the difference was. Well, one, it, there was a social and a competition that was pushing, you know, you were pushing each other. Right. Whereas now, it, I, I'm getting this, you know, now I have the same satisfaction just chilling and playing. Yeah, and you think that's because of just, you know, how 120 has become normalized and it's with the old skills or something else? Yeah. Um, I think, well, no, I, I think it's just everyone's so used to the grind that, 
Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't hear the same. Maybe it's because of people. You know, you only get to do this stuff once in this game, right? Yep. And I and I know a lot of people that. Or, you know, all the skills that you can put up these kinds of numbers, they're they're maxed out in, right? So they're 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 done with those. Um, and then, and you're not going to have a competition where one person can run in there with some summoning and herb lore, the other person's over there stuck with divination, like this sucks. Like you, you know, you just can't do that. So I think one of it was kind of just a dwindling down of being able to compete and have fun with your friends in that way as we're and and kind of transitioning now to this more for me you know it's going to be different for everyone but for me it's more relaxed more chill i have the whole I'm, week exactly my goal, I was say. yeah my <laughs> the, goal is to use my time <laughs> that's right the, the 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 biggest change i think was going from you know your, your three days to your 10 days because you know before it was like okay family I've got DXP coming up, so from <laughs> yep, bit, yep. You know, this weekend I'm going to be unavailable. So go and do what you like, because I'm locked away for the whole weekend, and that's it. And you know, and and there was people everywhere, and you know, uh, you know, we used to. Yeah, you know, we used to just sit on on Skype and just talk for the entire, you know, yeah. basically weekend and, and have you know have those long shows and such. Whereas now, yeah, okay, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm feeling a bit bored. I can just log out now. I can go and take the the dogs for a walk or whatever because the timer pauses. I can go and take a break. There's not that frenetic energy behind having to use as much of your your 48 hours as possible over a whole weekend. Um, you know, I, I ha- oh, yeah, I've been taking a lot of breaks, and I've got I've got two and a half hours left. Nice. What have you been using I mean, for it, or doing with it? Well, I mean, I started like like tennis. <laughs> I started with uh, <laughs> with fletching. I actually did make all my <laughs> all my sh- I made all the shafts properly beforehand. <laughs> So I was getting all that max XP. I was basically the same as him. I, I did a whole lot of dino arrows. Uh, what I, I made 270,000 dino arrows. Uh, I probably, I had I had enough for about 220, but because of using the uh, the Fort for Renthry area, it sort of gives you extras. Yeah, every every few bundles and such. I also had a ton of uh, the death spore and splintering arrows from when I was doing my mining and woodcutting. So I had a you know I I obviously made a whole lot of the elder headless arrows before that. So I forgot about those. yeah, Yeah, I mean I got a ton of those from when I was doing. I'm trying to get all. My uh, obviously I've got 120 in all, so I'm getting all my skills to 190 mil, and then I'm gonna play like you know, that last 10 mil of each skill is gonna be like going back. Yeah, because that's close enough to like an actual 99. Then 99. That's exactly. actually a good so way that, of doing it. Yeah, so that's that's the way I'm sort of doing all well, my skilling. Um, so yeah, I've already got the woodcutting, mining, smithing, and. Uh, Dungeoneer, I got I got a whole bunch at 190 already. So that was my aim was to get at least two extra 190s, which I did. I did uh, I did 30 a little over 30 mil fletching. I uh, got that to 190. 
Uh, once I hit the 190, I moved on to cooking. I, I, uh, because I'd done all my arrowheads and, and such, I uh, I was been fishing the week before, just uh, doing my sailfish. Uh, that mixed with some proteans that I had, got uh, got 35 mil cooking XP, uh, so got that to 190. And I'm now working on crafting. Now crafting, I am doing the boring way. I had uh, I had about 13k in protein hide, so I've done about. Well, actually, I've just clicked over 16 mil. On that. Yeah, because so, what's the know, other like? What's the other option for that? Dragonstone cutting. Yeah, I mean, you got to spend money. I again, I generally do things that I'm either going to use or sell. So my normal crafting, it's slow, but it is. I generally do urns. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, that, I guess yeah, that I, makes sense. Everybody needs those slow. Uh, yeah, probably not I as slow as gold bracelets, though, and gold jewelry. Like some no, no, gold jewelry is horrible. Oh, God. Buttons. Getting the, you're getting the right game, Shane. You're wrong game. Wrong game. <laughs> But yeah, urns are, urns, urns are fun. I mean, I, I I use a lot of infernal urns because you know when you're out slaying and all that, it just it's easy. They just you know get you the, the that passive prayer XP and such. But uh, that's basically been everything I've been doing this week. Also, trying to do daily strike worm. I've missed one day. Uh, that's so much better now compared to how it used to be, eh? That's quicker. I, I I wish they uh, yeah I, I wish they did it like KBD uh, where they have that in you know in your wilderness events but it's also popped up as it was uh, you know I, I mean getting going down there and and getting five fury shark for each kill is <laughs> you know the not real fun. yes so you know you get you get your you get your worm heart whatever they call it thing uh and you know you open it up and it's five fury shark yeah wonderful you know that's great i'm glad i left my fletching for that but (laughs) you know i was thinking about this after they added it and after we uh talked about that i think one of the things that we need to be careful of going into the future on that whole idea about the um flash events is that need to make sure that they don't add too many of those because if you start adding mm. too many of them, the cycle is just going to be, you know, far too long that you're going to you're going to have multiple days where you don't see some of them. Exactly. So, uh, as I said, I mean, I would really love it if I mean, I, I love, I do love the event. It's fun out there. Bang! There's a whole lot of people. You know, you've got to you've got to flick on your uh, anticipate so he doesn't drag you in and things like that. But you know, he's killed in like thirty seconds. Uh, I did like having to go out there and, and fight him and dodge. And, yeah, it sort of taught me a bit of prayer flicking between sort of range and mage and things like that when he's when he's attacking Do you, you. have a mouse with extra side buttons? No. God. I'm 53 years old. I, I have enough trouble with three buttons. I mean, you never know. I mean, <laughs> you could, like, I'm not talking about you don't need, like, no. 12 buttons. You could get one with, like, six. Yeah, I know. No, I, I, uh... I probably could, but I'm I, I'm just used to. I just have it on the uh, X and Z keys and just flick between them that way. Yeah, fair enough. So, in in terms of the things you're pushing to, you know, ninety rather, no, sorry, yep. not ninety nine, one ninety. Um, which of those do you think feels the most rough to do post 
120. Well, I, I did cheat with Dungeoneering when they forced me to take lamps, or my lamps were going on to Dungeoneering. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> Uh, so it. sort of pretty much 150 to 190 dungeoneering was just lamped. Uh, I I think rune crafting is probably it's the hardest one because <laughs> I mean yeah you, you, I can go and sit in rune span but I don't get anything no, out of rune span. No, please don't. So no yeah. no no that's what I mean. Yeah, I don't like things I don't get anything out of. It's like I mean I'm not a big fan of proteins because. I don't get anything out of them. The only reason I'm using them is because, hey, they're there. I might as well just get rid of them on DXP. But usually, as I said, I, I look for – it might be slow, but it's money-making methods. For me, it's not so much the destination as as the trip there. So, you know, like with with all my arrows, like I went and cut all my own elder, elder logs to fletch – um, the arrow shafts and people are calling me an idiot. You should just sell them and buy them and things. So it's like, but that's not. Yeah, you know, I'm. I want to play the game. I don't want you're, to just spend um, money and do it. You're, you're like one step away from Iron Man on that. I, yeah, I pretty much play a, an Iron Man style yeah. of game um, because that's what's enjoyable to me. You know, I don't want to rush it. Uh, and at the end, like, you know, I sell all the stuff and, you know, I'll have some GP there to do things that I want. Uh, you know, when when I care, like, you know, I gave a, a clan member a bond a few weeks ago, you know, donated one for, for the thing last week. You know, I like to do things like that. So if I've got that money that's just sitting there that I can help out someone, I love to do that type of thing, you know. Um, I don't help out anyone who begs or asks. <laughs> but if someone's just saying, oh, what's, you know, what's the best way to do this? And yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll just go and, and throw you something. But someone comes in and says, oh, yeah, can anyone give me a bond or can anyone give me some money for this? And yeah, I ignore those ones. Uh, but, you know, it's as you said, it is. It, it's 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 the journey. It's that Iron Man style of feel that that I really enjoy in the game. And and see, that's the thing. I'm I'm wondering. You know, we we talked about the 120 push with Tannis, and I think the thing that's coming out with this too. And we probably should have you know honed in on this a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the the roadmap or lack thereof. Mm. Is that this double XP? that's happening right now and the amount of people engaging in it just from these stories here and the amount of people we see online, I think tells us that that story of the people who are still, you know, working through grinds and whatnot in game is the, is, is the, is the core of what's in effect carrying RS forward outside of, you know, the, the, the tentpole content that everybody's craving. And I know, I know, I know, I know it's a dirty <laughs> word, but uh, yeah, that, that's why I like the prestige system because there's skill. Like I've got 200 mil in in uh, Slayer, which is my favourite skill. I've got 200 mil in Archaeology, which you know overtook Slayer as my like, favourite skill. Yeah, and I and would see, love the prestige and go back and just. It, do, it, I mean, it, yeah, I I, I, I get it, I get it, I get it, and I, I think yeah. it would be a wonderful thing to have in game. I just don't know if it can be classed. As an end game, because imagine a world where you prestige a skill, you get a little notch on your skill cape or whatever. But imagine this being as another, you know, complete new form of monetization 
for Jagex in the sense of cosmetic, in that if somebody has, you know, prestiged farming 10 plus times, it unlocks their ability to purchase something for, you know, 5 to $10 in the store. That is a vanity mm. cosmetic. You know, and, that, and cool. that furthers people's goals, and it creates another sense of cosmetic monetization, which people have always wanted. Yep. But what if, instead of the monetization like that, what if that vanity cosmetic actually was something that came from limited time events? Oh God, here we go. Here we go. Oh, Alternate. Do this skill again. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I sort of understand that, but the problem with limited time events... No, like, he's talking about the bringing the inverted skill capes back, because we both have yeah, unfinished yeah, I, business in the ones we want yeah. to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I didn't actually go... I I went over there, I got the Halo, you know, that, that's the thing I was chasing. I wasn't really worried about the capes at the time, but I understand what you mean there. But the problem with, uh, sometimes with those limited events... Uh, like I had a friend who spent basically six weeks in hospital during that time with no internet access and such. So, oh, that sucks, you yeah. know, you sort of, you, you, you do on limited events, there are people who are just not yeah. going to be able to because yeah. of work well, commitments, travel, hospital stays, that type of right. thing. Whereas a prestige system, you can do it at any time. And, you know, I, I, I do like Shane's idea of, yeah, you know, at five, I can buy this. At you know, I can get a a silver cape or silver trim. At the you know, ten, I can get a gold trim. And they've shown, uh, you know, and they've shown with dyes and the alternate skill capes that creating alternate colors and you know adornments on skill capes is actually something that's kind of easy to do. So it is, but if they do something, if you ever did something like that, it it couldn't be monetized. It has to be part of that RuneScape all the way back right. to its roots that yeah. this looks oh, like wow. an awesome And, it, I mean, it, it, it is peacocking, and as it should be. Right. I mean, um, I... The uh, Challenger myself, Halo... I don't mind. The Challenger Halo yep. from Top 100s and Fresh Start is still 675 mil. Is that all? But you can't even use it, can you? Yeah, you can. You can wear it. I got it as an override that I bring out from time to time. Oh, huh, okay. What's my one? I've got... Uh, you got the purple one from doing the I achievements, yeah. I think. Whereas I got the top 100 uh, one from farming. See, my one is worth uh, 205 mil. Yeah. The Halo Hunt. And... <laughs> You know, maybe this is the key, and maybe this is just what they need to do. I don't think it's good game design. I used to think it was, but I don't think it's good game design. But maybe they just need to do something like this to let people, you know, continue to play the game of RuneScape Mm. as it is that they like. And then we're not on the hook, you know, for, you know, needing to have a headline piece of content every month. And, I mean, the other thing is, I mean, yes, people say, well, just make another account. I can do that, but I'm so invested in the Panacea's character... You know, that's I just want to keep playing that. Yeah, I've got I've got Iron Ass and I've got the, a few other alts, but I mean, they're secondary. You know, they that Panacea's character is is my you know, in-game persona, and you know that's the one I like to play. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair, and you know, I even I even found that with the skill peer uh, too, and I guess that's where I'll start on mine. Is that the first thing I did when Double XP started? Is I jumped on the skill peer, and what I did is there's this website called Wheel Decide. It gives you a wheel that you can spin 
Um, and what I did is I put all the skills in there except for the combat skills and um, archaeology and dungeoneering because I wasn't going to be caught doing dungeoneering and I want to do archaeology <laughs> off double XP. And I put the gathering skills in twice just to, you know, give it a gathering lean. And I, you know, hit the hit the wheel button, spun the wheel. And, you know, the first thing that came up was runecrafting. So I did, you know, four or five hours of runecrafting in the rune span and got to 77 runecrafting on the skill pair. And that's how, you know, I spent the initial bulk of my start of the double XP. And the reason I did that is because of, you know, the hooks that they have in game that, you know, you can't be logged into RS3 and OS at the same time. If they could, that would entirely, mm-hmm. you know, change the equation oh. of how I played if you could oh, be on yeah. both. yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely. And you know, in hindsight, maybe maybe I should have, you know, used the skill peer account for old school, that name, and that I could have, you know, the RS3 run running at the same time, but I felt like at the time the bulk of the the bulk of the goals were done on RS3, so it made sense to, you know, kind of do that. And I do wanna, you know, at, at some point uh, get a bunch of skill capes on the skill peers, just being, you know, hey, this is a level three that did this i know i'm tying myself behind the back and that i'll never you know have prif and I'll, I'll never have uh crystal tools because you need prif for that but it's kind of like iron man is right it's a self self-restricted uh yeah. game mode there so that was last rusty, weekend rusty on man. the double xp yeah yeah and, and you know <laughs> that's another thing that's kind of evolved in my sense too of what i did on the skill pier to start out with is that i'd have iron man it but, you know, after Leagues, I have discovered that, yes, I can play an Iron Man character, but I don't exactly want to play an Iron Man. So I use the exchange for anything um, mm. that's possible um, there right now. So I don't know. And it, I, had, I had some good fun with it. And that's why I said, oh, no, when you said Runespan, because it's like this is going to and this is the thing that really turns me off skill here is that. Um, there's such a wall, you know, to getting soul runes on that character. I'm never going to have that. I'm never going to have blood runes. I'm never going to have, um, death runes either on there. So I'm, I'm stuck with, I'm stuck with rune span unless, you know, the quest requirements have changed for fight club and that I can, you know, dart things or, you know, um, not, not get the lamps on there, but somehow that would, (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Um, tell me how I'm going to do desert treasure on a skill pier. I th- that's going to yeah. require some creative <laughs> thinking. So, but in any case, l- yeah, like I- the point <laughs> is, is that you make the game yours and you play it the way you want to play it, and exactly. that's what you come away with at the at the end of the day. So, um, hmm. that that's that's kind of where I landed. On the skill pier, and I guess just for uh, dramatic effect right now, I'll I'll spin the the wheel for this weekend's um, account live on the recording here of, of what we're gonna uh, get for the next skill on the skill pier. Uh, wonderful website, by the way. We'll decide. Oh, I got room crafting again. Um, I'm ah, just double spin. Yeah, I'm gonna spin again because I just did that. You can't, you can't do two in a row. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Mine the win, Shane. Spend the, the old, the old, the old uh, skill of the month we used to have on the show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So next up will be mining, and and you know that's good because my gathering skills are low. So there's oh. that. Um, I don't know, don't know if I mentioned it on the show last time when I was doing. Uh, so I was prepping some uh, of my OSRS 
uh, on on INR. So sort of play. I want to get back into OSRS a bit. I forgot how bad mining was. Yeah, I'll remind you real quick, won't it? To be fair, to be fair, you have the blast mining. You have I forget the exact name of it, but it's a mine just off the mining guild. That's a bit more. But you NFT don't get related. anything. Yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah, you but, do. You put, oh, do you? you put the okay. you put the rocks to the cart, and you get you know or relevant to your level. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, no, because yeah. I was uh, I'm, I'm gathering uh, iron ore and uh, coal at the moment, and it's just like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's rough in all the banking, right? Let's do it. That's what I mean. Yeah, the banking part. You, I, the mining, I don't mind so much. It's the running back to the bank mm-hmm. every twenty eight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah um but aside from that uh folks might have noticed that when i was online i did get uh 120 necromancy congrats and just to Thanks. just to point things out from our discussion last week on the podcast on that on that run to uh 120 i did get another moonstone very nice, okay. but have you? But have you got the thing you you most uh, desire? What's that? Finishing the log. You still have one piece. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to talk about. You're talking to thieving and uh, thieves, and I. Uh, I want to talk about, about the ritual. Rituals the, first. The shoe. The shoehorn has well and truly fallen out. <laughs> I'll, I'll, ta- I'll talk about that in a minute. I want to talk about the the rituals first because. Um, it is truly something else after using that necklace we talked about on the show last week, doing rituals with 820% spirit attraction. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. So, if people haven't, go do Housing of Parliament, get your free Moonstone, and if you have necromancy still to do, definitely, I'd say make it into the necklace that gives you, um, you know extra to whatever your alteration glyphs are doing at the ritual site. And, of course, the good thing with that as well that we talked about last week is it also boosts multiply. So if you're in the process of making insold or greater insold items, yeah, you definitely definitely want that for that. But, and I guess this is kind of a bit opposite to where you were, Tannis. I actually like doing the rituals. <laughs> Yeah, you, well, you can see the uh, you yeah. can see the <laughs> <laughs> Probably makes a difference. I'm guessing. I don't know. I've never. I've. I've still never seen the D and D. I know they're there, and I know they improved them. Like I do. Yeah, but that's it's, slightly it's a field of view issue. <laughs> you know, that's slightly concerning. Very slightly concerning. About that, and I, I wonder if they were just, you know, when they did that, if they were just testing at, you know, like, base game zoom level and not screen magnifier. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's not like it would have been all that common or something like that. But, yeah. Um, and, yeah. And then see... The thing is, and I don't know if this is because it's still fresh and it's kind of like, oh, it's still got that, you know, new new skill smell, I guess you could say to it. 
I guess you could put it in that. Are you sure it's not? It smells like something dead to me. No, no, not at all. It's necromancy. It's dead. It's supposed to (laughs) smell like dead. Don't think up a place. Yeah. To hell. What what, what was, uh, what did uh, Brian Brown say in Cocktail? Bury the dead, they stink up the place. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's certainly not the case for um. And, you know, it it, it just goes to. Yeah, and, and this just is a is a piggyback of, of off what we talked about last week. Is there's just still so much promise there in terms of what needs to be expanded out that um, I would I would happily go back and do more rituals and do more at different at different ritual sites with different vessels yep. and whatnot. So it'd be interesting I'm hoping they add a few more. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping they add a, f- a few more uh, abilities. Like for a skill unlock. training method or something like that. Yeah. Or incantations, yeah. maybe, or something. Exactly, yeah. But, but yeah, uh, you you said, yeah, you mentioned the other shoe has not dropped yet. Um, the, the, the horse, the, no, the horseshoe has well and truly fallen out. <laughs> it has. <laughs> because my last Raziel piece from the, you know, and, and I know RNG doesn't work this way. I know it's not guaranteed. My last drop there, the last, you know, key drop was around, you know, 510-ish kills, give or take. And I'm upwards of 770 right now. And, you know, factoring the the fact that, you know, there's five, you know, items or so, more or so that should drop on that. You should be, you know, about a 1 in 100 or 1 in 110 off that. So we're kind of off past where I should be on that. And, you know... I'm starting to understand why people want bad luck mitigation on bosses and why they get upset about this. Because I don't know when this was, and maybe one of you guys can point this out. But if you you remember at some point on the podcast in the past, I said my goal for RS3 PVM is to finish the Raziel drop log. Drop log, yep. And and check out Vorkath. And, And, you know, here I am. 760, 770 kills in. Going to push 800 later tonight after the podcast properly. Probably. Still still working on that. And the most annoying part is that I have gotten two duplicates on that. So there's always a part of my mind that says, oh yeah, those two duplicates could have been the pieces that I had, (laughs) you know, to complete the log otherwise. See, this is the other... That's the other reason why I I don't like I don't like PVM because mm-hmm. even if I was good at it, the, say the bosses that I can kill now, even the shitty worthless take a drop, Vindicta or a Gradar, I right? don't get. I never f- get them ever. I have good luck mitigation. <laughs> You want to hear? You want to hear? Uh, it bad, feels like bad. a wasted time. Like I don't know. <laughs> you want to hear bad, bad luck mitigation? Is uh, <laughs> I, I, I got uh, at grad or I got the pet very early in like a hundred kills. Mm. I had basically gotten everything except the the shield. Okay, mm-hmm. the shield. I had everything by two hundred and twenty kills. It took me another 340 kills to get a shield. And the worst thing, the thing that was worth at the time, 67,000k. <laughs> it took me yeah. 300, and I mean, I yeah. tripled and quadrupled everything else. That bloody shield. 
And uh, this is the problem with PVM and RuneScape, in addition to it not being immediately readable and there being, you know, things that you kind of have to pick up along the way, like the carrot pack stand under trick. So I'm wondering, yeah. you know, like, has, has the case never been made for bad luck mitigation to be to make the drop logs integral to a point in the wars retreat slash combat achievements kind of venture that they're as integral as the archaeology collection logs. Now, obviously, we're talking about two different levels of, you know, RNG here because you mm. will over time and it's a lot quicker to excavate something than it is to get something as a PVM drop. But what I'm wondering is why has the case not been made to make PVM drop logs a more integral part of the game, either through some form of achievement or through, you know, some way to display that prowess at War's Retreat. And then with that, you have the inertia behind it that allows, you know, that makes it so that people are going to want to do this content. And then, you know, you get more and more people yelling about this, that there needs to be some form of, you know, bad luck mitigation or a guaranteed, you know, um, thresholding system in exchange for a reduction in commons. And, you know, dare I say it? Let's pull this. Would you <laughs> would you take bad luck mitigation in exchange for a reduction in commons at bosses? Yes. Pull that. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I don't. Commons don't Definitely. really do me. Any, I yeah, I would know. like to see more more like they do. You know, with the war priest uh, armor, where okay, you've got the boots. They they're taken off the table. You you know, in yes, if you own a piece I wanted to say you know, yes. That that would be a that would yes. be a much better way. So you're not gonna end up with twenty seven sets of boots while you're you're chasing one set of gloves, you know? Yeah, and like you know that would see, be a, okay. Like that would be the mm. first step to meeting somewhere in the middle on that is that everything I yeah. have or you have is off the table. That's right. So that your uniques are guaranteed. And then after mm. you have all the uniques, you can go back to getting, you know, whatever r- random piece the game wants to give you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't truly appreciate this until I went for my first drop log. And I think, I think that's a good perspective to have because this is the first drop log I'm actively hunting. Huh. Yeah, I've been doing well, It's uh, a win, win, win. People love logs. People love PVM. And they love and showing love off. love showing off. Yeah. I mean, it's a win, win, win. Imagine building little statues down in your uh, in, in Wars Retreat. Yeah. You know? build, like, that's what that entire, like that's what that entire that. little yeah. area off to the side was supposed to be, opposite of the dummies, mm-hmm. was supposed to be mm. something like that that was never, you know, filled in. And you just make mm. it like your own showcase area that you can invite people into, and it uses like an instance kind of material yeah. for it but, like like your player own home type yeah thing. yeah but, but of course modern tech on it so that's where yeah. i'm at that's where i'm yeah at. no i totally agree that would be I'd great to see something yeah. like that i'm also and that'd be, that would force me into pvm a bit i mean i i did say this year was going to be sort of more my pvm year but i'm sort of i'm on that uh 200 mil all grind at the moment yeah well, we might have actually but, something something for you on that um hmm. based on where we go next here 
And I am considering some soul dies too, but I'm going to thank some Patreon supporters. Uh, this week, I'd like to thank Alvaro L., Amos Reed, Andrew C., Arvizel, Chubura, Daniel W., Dominic R., Drama Free, Dura Max, Free Milk, Gila Fleur, Jacob G., Jade Gizmo, Jeebus, Jesse W., Keski, Lemon Lodge, Ling01, Luminos, Nate the Great, Pernasius, Ren Honk, Ricky A., Rippeth, Runestar, Samuel FL, Scott DS, Shirt Pants, Targaine, The Naked Captain, The Davin Goat, Tim, Tom V, Ukulele Steve, and Zant. And of course, you can learn more about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash rsbnb. And right now we're polling for the next monthly bit. That'll run until Monday. The choices are the quest tier list or the introduction to PVM, which is the topic that you're going to be a guinea pig for, Pernasius. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel like we already discussed this on the air, so I'm sorry if that's springing it on you. With no, that, no, that's cause okay. I, cause, but no, I think we we did mention it last time, and I said I'd yeah. You said you needed a volunteer, yeah, and, or a, a, a guinea pig, and I said, well, throw me under the bus. <laughs> yeah, and basically the choices are to do that. You know, take someone through first principles, basic PVM to mid level uh, PVM with your preferred combat style of choice and we'll we'll do that uh on the air and check check in uh a few months after on that and the other choice is a quest tier list um either you know the most uh we haven't decided what it's going to be yet probably the the most uh consequential quest in runescape ranked and then we could do a you know part two or even a part three of this tier list where we look at you know random quests or we look at older quests in particular so if you want another tier list there's an option there for that. Or if you want to hear more about the introduction to PVM, that's all there. And anybody who is a Patreon member can vote in that, starting including people who have signed up for our basic plan for a dollar a month. In addition to getting the right to vote in that poll, you also get a mention on the podcast that's uh, in the show notes. You also get access to an entire back catalog of these bonus shows and, of course, the ability to vote on the monthly bit topics and attend the round table too, which is this weekend for $3 a month. You um, get a special rank on discord. You get access to a chat channel with that. And you gain um, access to high quality stereo versions of the show. And you get a shout out at the start of the month on the podcast. And if you want to give the ultimate gift, we do have the insider tier for $5 a month where you receive a shout out on the podcast each and every week and gain exclusive access to the outtakes that we use to make the clip show at the end of the year. And of course, as I mentioned at the podcast, big, huge thank you to all the experienced here members, uh, everywhere, every, everyone or every slot in that, in that bracket is currently full. So patreon.com slash RSBNB. Thanks so much, everyone. Thanking you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sitting at, I was, I was, uh, are we going to the same place about dies? <laughs> no, I was just going to say if if we do get that uh, get the introduction to PVM in, if people do want that and if they're interested, uh, drop Shane or myself a, a little note in game if they want me to you know make short videos uh, you know a couple of times a week where I've gone you know just show a little bit of what I'm doing and how I'm progressing if they want that. Yeah, and then that's also a nice way to tie it back to that to that monthly bit too to see. Where that goes, but let's let's just wait and see if this passes. Right now, it's yes. winning. We'll see what happens uh, throughout the course of the weekend. It's still kind of close, so I don't want to put the cart. Uh, I don't want to nope. put the cart before the horse <laughs> on that yet. Before uh, pronouncing which one is done, but I did. I did also say 
that, you know, there was one thing that looked really good this week. And I was thinking, you know, if I get any more money from any of my drops, I know what I'm buying. And I'm buying soul dies because the <laughs> necromancy gear this week is now dieable with all the different dies. So they got pictures of um, of ice, aurora, soul, shadow, barrows, blood, and all this tier 95 necromancy gear looks so damn good with the dyes like this black and white one i i think this is this is probably uh the shadow die oh my god they have pictures of all these in the news posts and i'm trying to click through some of them but they don't um the rest of them don't appear uh to be loading here but have you guys ever considered going for a die i don't like dyes personally I mean, I don't do clues, so no. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, like doing enough PVM to have the money to just buy it outright. Oh, because <laughs> uh, that's kind of the way I no. would be going for buy. <laughs> and then Whenever I, thought, I get to buy. and then I thought, oh, if I'm if this clue if this Raziel thing doesn't work out, maybe I need to become a clue chaser and just <laughs> you know have that as my form of gambling. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it all revolves around some kind of RNG, right? So why can't I go poke somebody and see how it turns out? Yeah. Um, it's all gambling. Let's throw no. some flowers on the ground, Shane. No, we're see. not playing the damn what? flower game. Still clapping. <laughs> no. No. Which one of these is your your guys' favorite out of all the colors here between uh, all the dyes? I don't like the fact that they've taken the picture in the areas like, you know, the, you know, like the, the green set is in on a green background, the red sets on a red background. But I, I would probably, I, I agree with you, either the black and white, I do like the blue as well, which I think, as you said, Aurora blue or ice blue. The one that is right down the bottom, uh, Next to the black and white one, and then you've got the blue one there. I like that one. The one facing forward, then that's ice. Yes. The the, the second forward. image is uh, Aurora, the one in the Christmas okay. scene. Christmas scene one's Aurora, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you, Tannis? I don't know what what these all look like to you with color Probably blindness. shadow, though, just because I would want I, – I want it close to a straight-up black. It robes as like as right, right, and you know the interesting thing about the shadow ones is that this would look look really good with either of the archaeology capes. How about an inverted archaeology cape? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boy, it's like it's like we Be keep it's it's like we keep dropping hints that these inverted capes are something <laughs> that we'd want, and I, I don't know. I don't know what the idea behind that is about, you know, whether or not they could do something like that again. But well, they did mention that they they were going to look at bringing other ways to bring those inverted capes in to the game in the future. So, you know, they might pop up on the Oddman store in a couple of months, in a couple of years. Hey, I got I think I got 10 of them first time around. Give me another chance I can get, I, get I the rest of them. Another 10. <laughs> No, but the 120 ones are the ones that actually I think look really good in my view. 
Well, I mean, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, dies are there uh, this week, and this week also in terms of um, gameplay updates, uh, Mod Stew's uh, quest requirement cleanup is now live that we talked about last week in the uh, in the dev blog on that. So, so that's now live, and. I was actually doing something I don't normally do, and I was browsing the Reddit this week. I wanted to see what people were saying around double XP, and I found a brand new flowchart of all the quest requirements that came out. Okay, so you you weren't just looking to hit yourself in the balls. No, I have other <laughs> I have other things that that I would do if I want that to happen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. The the flowchart is linked in the show notes at update.show. I want everybody, either on the video version or to go look at this flowchart, and to just look at how nice and orderly the Elder God Wars section of it is, and how nice and orderly the Necromancy section is, and the Fort 4 and 3 section. How all this is just nice and orderly, and you know, there's there's a few things... There's a few things out and about that. that are... there, was, there was thought. There was a big picture. It didn't go all Star Wars sequel trilogy. You mean that kind of thing, Shane? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we get to, and then we get to the the Sliskay's arc in the Sixth Age, and it's just just it's just this huge web. I, I mean, can we try? Well, I guess we could try to stretch the truth. We could stretch it here and say that it, it's Sliske and he he had a web throughout Gilnor and touched everything. Like somehow, like the big it, like from the looks of it, the biggest defender is Nomad's elegy that creates the mess there, and the light within. Well, yeah, and then you know you you got other things that are. You know, like a huge mess, like some of the other, you know, mid-level quests, like some of the desert ones, like the cat ones, smoking kills, the mummies, and whatnot. But I think when when you look at those other, when you look at the orderly quest, you can tell that there was a plan for oh, yeah. those, those quests, where these, the earlier ones were kind of ad hoc. Yeah. Uh, we got time to do this, or let's do this. You know, like, if you're lucky, you might get a quest line finished up or something, but uh, I don't know. It was a different world. Right, <laughs> and <laughs> like, and even another big offender as well, Gothic Sleeps. But I mean, you know, rightly so. But at the same time, if you, you know, zoom out all the way and you look at what led us at the end of the day, to Sliske's Endgame, it becomes clear what that what that arc was. And I think this is a really good way of visualizing it, and I understand this now better, is that the whole that whole period from twenty thirteen to twenty sixteen that we were working up to Sliske's Endgame was in effect looking at all of the different god factions out there and how they were experiencing the return of the gods. Like obviously we started with missing presumed death. And then we had a bit of Zamorak and Dishonor Among Thieves, Dragonkin and One of a Kind, the Majorat and Zaros and Children of Ma, Heroes Welcome, Mighty Fall was was actually, you know, the last one in the in the 
in the Bandosian arc, believe it or not, with that. But it, it shows that, you know, I, I think that the biggest thing to take away from that is that it's not this huge hodgepodge of a mess as it was actually made out to be. It was just, you know, showing what it looks like if you have different perspectives or rather you're trying to tell story from different perspectives in that, you know, 2013 to 2016 period. And it wasn't immediately clear we were going where we were going until we got to, until we got to end game there. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know, honestly, for the sake of the player base and everybody else, I feel like what we have with the Elder God Wars, that's a good level of complexity when it comes to requirements and just, you know, weaving things in from from various places. In that it's just all nicely compartmentalized. And now you see why they do those clean breaks. Which I think is good. Hmm. Um, you know, if you if you took the size and scope and effort, everything about the Elder God Wars storyline, including the bosses, everything, and you made the story about anything else, made that the story for four and three, it it would work. I think the only thing that people got a little were feeling fatigued about was the amount of time it took to tell the story and everything since the world wakes feeling like a season of discovery. Um, (laughs) This is the all time world ending. This with this time, the world's going (laughs) to end for real. (laughs) <laughs> right you know but yeah. other than that the way it was done the scope of it the scope was wonderful i, I think it was yeah i think it was super well done it was just a matter of timing on that mm-hmm. and like i said that first batch from 2013 to 2016 it now makes sense what was happening there and then the the latter you know bit of it that was you know very clear as well very linear and you see other things here as well that are very linear, like the Elf Quest line is 100% linear, as is Elemental Workshop, as is Ford 4 and 3, as is the um, the Myrex storyline. And then at the bottom, you have this whole collection of, you know, just one shot, other, you know, little quests there, like Tourist Trap, Watchtower, um, Perils of Ice Mountain, as a first resort. And they even got, you know, Violet is Blue and whatnot on here, so so that's neat. So, I don't know. I, I just, see I just found it though. very satisfying looking at it this way. <laughs> well, your, your ordered brain probably, like, that was probably very um, soothing to it. To, it was! You know? It was! <laughs> also, if you want to see the second most complicated one, I think that's the Fremenic quest lines. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. I want to see what people think is the most infamous quest or quest lines. Like I cuz I have some <sighs> I have some candidates for that. Like forget impactful. What's what's the most infamous? Yeah, and you know almost because of this I kind of almost want to do 
well, I'm not supposed to say this. I'm not supposed to say this out loud. I'm not supposed to say out loud, which is my preferred You're gonna one. You're going to take the pool. You're going to influence the electorate, Shane. I just want people to vote for the one that they want, and we're going to do that one, whether or not um, that's what, whether or not that's the one that I want. Well, I should say it wouldn't be on the poll if it wasn't something I was happy with doing. If that makes sense. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, game jam this week. The makeover mage interviews in inter- interview. The makeover mage interface can now be accessed through a button at the top of the appearance tab of the customization interface. Selecting this will open the Makeover Mage interface without having to go talk to the mage themselves, allowing players to change their body type and skin color. Players will also still be required to speak with the Makeover Mage directly for the Land of the Goblins and the Evil Dave's Big Day Out quests. And thank you for spelling color correctly. Yeah, of course. I, I... English Canadian is like is like halfway down the middle where you know we we kind of meet on that. So um, I I know lots of people that ask for this, and it's just nice to see these kind of game jam updates being brought in ad hoc um, whenever whenever there's whenever there's space for them. So well done yeah, to first, whoever was part of this one. First thing I thought was oh that's nice, and the second thing I thought was what does the makeover mage change again? <laughs> body type and skin color i know but it's it's been i i may have done that one time maybe on a goof or something right? yeah like, we just cover it up otherwise with our with our yeah. cos- dyed cosmetic overrides <laughs> right. yeah so all right let's move on to some achievements then uh, starting off, we have Lord Phantom with 120 smithing on February 21st. Mos and Nantha got 99 crafting on the 21st. Robbie with 200 mil divination. Skomos Deputy with 99 divination and 99 mining. Giovannig got 120 herblore on the 20th. Now continuing the 20th, we have Jamandy 52 with 200 mil runecraft. Lord Zorik with 99 mining. Mej Quest with 99 strength and 99 agility. Rune Dragon got 120 Slayer. Woody, Woody got 120 Fletching. Xanthan Gum got 120 Archaeology. On to the 19th, we have Adani with 120 Agility. Darth Wolf is with 99 Necromancy and 120 Firemaking. Hephaisto 5 got 99 Invention and 99 Defense. Mesh Quest got 99 Hunter. Noonie 01 got 99 Fletching. Samurai Jack got 120 Smithing. Sanger Sani got 120 Herblore, and Warrock got 120 Necromancy. Then moving on to February the 18th, we have Code Forge with 120 Necromancy, Crazy Legs with 99 Necromancy, and 120 Slayer, Cyanar, who got 120 Herblore, Darkest Knight with 120 Slayer, Darth Wolfus with 120 Hunter, Hephaisto. Five got 99 attack and 99 strength. Lord Zorik, 99 invention. Medjquest with 99 herb lore. Nuni 01 with 99 archaeology and also 99 ranged. Rob, 200 million attack. Waffens picked up 99 summoning and 99 strength. Yahoo got 99 herb lore. They were all on the 18th. And then moving on to the 17th, we have Darkest Night, 99 Necromancy, and Delta with 99 Necromancy also. 
All right. And then on the 17th, we also have Lord Dusty with 120 cooking, Mage Quest with 99 farming, Mosin Nof with 99 thieving, Nuni 01 with 120 smithing, Queen Rupal with 120 herbler. We have Saxor Lav with 99 farming and invention. And our very own Shane12088 with 120 necromancy. Yahoo! Oh, clap. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, Yahoo! with 99 divination. Um, and then on the 16th, we have Hephaesto 5 with 99 ranged and slayer. Uh, Saxor Lav with 99 hunter. Runecrafting, thieving, woodcutting, divination, and fishing. And Yahoo with 99 agility. Nice run there. Well done, everybody. And, you know, it's always good to talk about these double XP achievements as they come in. Um, and, you know, I'll say even even for myself, it felt good getting uh, one of these again. And that's, you know, particularly why I also jumped on the skill pier. So I can't imagine what it must feel like. Or I guess I can imagine now what it feels like for everybody else uh, to be back in this position. Because it's just been so long since I've had any of these, you know, major milestones uh, to get that it feels good actually doing that again. So, uh, well done to everybody, and it and it really does. Um, like we talked about in the first segment of the show, it's a it's a good reminder of what RuneScape is, and and of course why uh, we all play this game. So we'll be back next week for round two on that. But right now, um, time for your time for pick of the week. Uh, what do you got uh, for us, Pronatius? Okay, this one is a little TV series that uh, I binge watched last. Oh. This week, while I was uh, while I was doing my AFK skilling on Paramount Plus, if anyone has that, called Rabbit Hole. Now it stars Kiefer Sutherland, who you know, I really enjoy. You know, twenty four fame. Uh, in this one, he plays. Uh, it, it's basically a a private espionage firm where they'll go to a company and say, "Hey, your competition's doing this. Pay us, and we can make sure that you know." it falls apart or they'll get some, you know, get compromising pictures on someone to sort of bribe them and have them drop out of races or not push an investigation as hard as they should. Uh, it only ran for oh, one Oh, so it's season. about graft. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's really good. It's really well done. Uh, there is, you know, working out a lot of numbers and things like that. Uh, he's sort of a bit of a, a math savant in it. Uh, yeah, they, they it, it's all working out on sort of people's likes, dislikes. It, it's, it, it's different to a lot of other things out there. And I, I thought it was sort of really pertinent for sort of the, the age we're living in with, you know, bribing senators and heads of company and things like that uh campaign donation, <laughs> campaign donation. Yeah. well that that is a big thing you know there's a very good donations in it there's a very favorite <laughs> saying of mine that if something's viable it's viable in america and everybody has their price oh yeah and this 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 certainly proves it uh it, it basically 
he he gets paid by an old friend to set up a, a guy who's looking into a company and then they set him up they frame him for murder on it and he's sort of got to go through and try and prove his innocence he's got an fbi agent after him uh you know he's he's just got to basically work through this whole thing of espionage and and trying to clear his name and this sort of shadowy cabal that's in the background you know sort of run by one guy uh that you know that they they need to expose and and bring out and stop from basically taking over America. Uh, you know, it's about buying data, getting control of everyone's data, where he can then you know sort of basically control everyone who they vote for. You know, know who they vote for, push them towards what he wants, and things like that. So really, really well done. Uh, yeah, that honestly sounds like my kind of series. Oh, I do. Yeah, definitely. It, it's it, as I said. I, I I threw it on. I thought, oh yeah, Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland. I'll I'll chuck this on and just have a bit of a watch. And uh, I, I binge watched it over two days. Four episodes. One. Four episodes. The next. Again, it's eight episodes. Uh, but yeah. it sort of keeps you on the edge of your seat. Right. Pretty much all the way. Because that's what Twenty Four was always good at. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the I mean, unfortunate thing better. is that yeah, and, and and see that's the unfortunate thing. He's never found something like that after that. Mm. That's you know well, been I mean, able to have been done well and actually yeah. continue because you know one season here then cancelled. Yeah, well, and again, like Designated Survivor, where they had two or three good seasons, then Netflix bought it and destroyed it. Um, you know, I'm. But this was good and a product of its time, right? Too. Well, that's like, it. Yeah. And that's what I think people will find yeah. this one. What surprised me is they, they it got good reviews on uh you know on everything. It was it had good numbers watching it. Uh, it surprised me that they did did wrap it up after one season, but it does end it's, it hasn't ended on a cliffhanger. It, it's a show that it's a show that hey, it's wrapped up. Yes, we could get a second season, but I'm happy because it's got a finish to it. Oh, good. So like all the all the seasons of Discovery, except for the except for the first one, then. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, and and see, that's the thing is that I find it very difficult to just, you know, invest the time in a TV series without knowing if it's going to, you know, get more than one season added. Mm. But if this is, you know, good with just, you know, that it's eight and we know there's, a, you know, a, a contrite ending to it, then maybe it's something to yep. actually actually look yep. into. I'm going to have to and add the good thing is, the list. It's, it's like a long movie. I mean, it's eight right. episodes. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just, just I, I consider it more not as a TV series, as, a, as an extra long movie. Okay. Sounds good. I'll have to look and see where that's that's at here, whether that's on our Paramount mm. Plus or or what have you. But it sounds good. Thank you for that. Um, anybody else have anything here before we go? No, oh, going twice. Going twice. Alrighty. Um, just a note. Uh, a couple notes. If you want to be on the podcast or you think you have a perspective to offer, update dot show slash help. We have a form there where you can sign up. Uh, tell us why you think you'd make a good candidate, but most importantly, also uh, give us a way to contact you, Discord, email, in-game name, something to that effect. And I'll also announce here over voice the winners of the um, of the survey raffle, because 
I've started handing out uh, the, the the bonds for that. So uh, the winners of the survey raffle were Elm two thousand two, Rhino, Lettuce Gnome, Kesky, and Luminos. I've already handed it out to a couple of you guys. So uh, thank you to everybody who took our survey. We're in the process of digesting that uh, right now, and you might hear something on that, or you'll at the very least see uh, the products of that. You know, within a few weeks' time. So big, huge thank you again to everybody who took our annual survey. But in the meantime, if you want update delivered automatically to you each and every week, the best way to do that is to subscribe. We're on all your favorite podcast listeners out there. We're on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and of course, Pocket Cast as well. And we do have the show as well on YouTube at youtube.com slash RSBNB. So if you're a YouTube user, uh, check it out there. Do like and subscribe. Greatly helps the channel out. But with that being said, we'll be back next week for another episode of RSBNB Update. And if I can just say one thing, uh, I'll be heading to Perth this week, so go Rhea Bloody Ripley. <laughs> Happy skating, all. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> See ya.